This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 13. The Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 13. I'm Rebecca, and with me are two he-maniacs, Will. Hi, hi, hi. And Scott. What was that? <laughs> That's know. how I say hi now. Okay. Hi. Hi, everyone. It's the cool way to say Hi. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we are revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man, Season 1, Episode 7, The Curse of the Spellstone. The original air date was September 9th, 1983. In this episode, Skeletor steals the legendary Spellstone, which allows him to control the weather and turn Eternia against the royal palace. So, what a what a day for weather. Our weather's boring today, so that's the, that's really too bad. There's not anything weather related. But it means that I don't have to mow because I can't while the grass is wet, which is nice. Because is- I would concrete my entire yard if I could because I cannot stand Would you spray it green? Like spray painting green. No, because I feel like that that gives power to nature, and I I I don't. That's nature is not my business. Are you really gonna have a problem with that creeping horak in, in the <laughs> episode yeah. later? We I think some, that grows in the backyard. Yeah, we have some creeping horak in the backyard for sure. We chainsawed it pretty good just because we wanted to buy a chainsaw, but it was uh, it we got a problem back there. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great day and a weird day. I was, dog I was disappointed you guys didn't get two chainsaws, so you get double chainsaws. We Next talked year. about it. We talked about double chainsaws, but it seemed silly. Chain, chainsaws for each hand. <laughs> <laughs> Four chainsaws. <laughs> that won't concern anybody. And then also we get the kind with the cords, so it's definitely safe. We're doing four-corded <laughs> chainsaws back there at one time. I'm sure that's that's fine. Why do you think I've been hitting the gym so hard? <laughs> so I can control my two chainsaws. I, I feel like that might be a plug overload. That's, <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably good. That's yeah. probably for the best. Yeah. The dog loves the creeping Horak in the back. He loves to go back there and eat stuff he's not supposed to eat. He's had a great day today because um, when I was walking the dog today, there was an intact chicken wing on the street like in the middle of the road somebody just threw it out of their car i don't know why who are these people what i do with chicken wings i mean uh, it had had like one bite out of it like someone who was wasteful with chicken wings and you know who you are if you just you take one bite of a chicken wing i've been vegetarian for years but don't waste a chicken wing okay but anyway my dog got it and i was like no in slow motion and he it was in his mouth he's like he was so happy it was the best thing that ever happened to him he said when he was chewing it it was disturbing because he chewed it bones and all oh yeah yeah he just he just crunched it like a tater chip (laughs) and then and then it came back later yeah he uh went to the shag rug to try to throw it up (laughs) the one rug in the house that is hard to clean and i'm like no again yeah no but it didn't happen though it was good it's possible that could happen to me right now because right now i'm full of eggs shrimp and energy drink. So we'll see what happens. Well, you Just didn't... stay away from the shag rug. You can puke anywhere else. 
Uh, Scott is between me and the bathroom, so I think he's in the line of fire. Yeah, projectile. Yeah. It didn't come from the street, though, so you're probably fine. I'm also lactose intolerant on, on top of it, so maybe I did okay by that today. I was paying pretty close attention. We'll see what happens. It, it could be exciting. It could be coming from both ends. It's all right. I've got... <laughs> yes. yes. Maybe we'll cut that. Maybe we won't. Um <laughs> I have noticed I have about a four-hour onset time from the lactose intolerance stuff, so it, it could happen any time within here. We'll know if I'm safe if I get through it. Yes, lactose intolerance. And this is a good thing He-Man's not lactose intolerant because then he can't be using all his whey protein. It's a problem. That's a problem I have. Yeah. they. Well, they you didn't. You can't eat whey protein? I don't, right? What kind do I get? No, I you get the pea protein. Yeah, yeah that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, pea protein? What yeah. are P-E-A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pea protein. Yeah. Pea protein. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make sure I've not been eating this in secret. With <laughs> I will eat anything. Your like, yeah. pea protein. <laughs> <laughs> I eat what's put in front of me. If, when I yeah. get old, if somebody's giving me pills, they just cut it up, put it in a hot dog like an old dog. That's how I would eat it. I, I wouldn't know any better. <laughs> you don't prefer it in cheese? <laughs> you wrap it up in cheese? Just wrap it in something a better. A spoon of peanut butter? Right. Yeah, <laughs> slap it up. Well, anyway, as, as all of this is very pertinent and relevant to uh, He-Man and the Spellstone. What, what, what do we think of uh, overall impressions for the Curse of the Spellstone? Well, it was pretty... I, in a way, it was comforting that this seemed like the um, tried-and-true formula that we're comfortable with, where Skeletor and Evil Inn get some weirdo Indiana Jones relic and try to cause trouble, and then they have a big confrontation at the end. That's that's pretty much the format of this episode. It was. I, I, I was glad I could see some more of Evil Lynn, because mm-hmm. I do like when she shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was pretty... Uh, it, it, it got a little weird. This this one got a little weird. Yeah. I, I don't know if I if it's it's a weird that I like or a weird that I'm just confused by. But I, I like was, them taking a risk. It was a little all over the place. Yeah, with the fire people and yeah, all with, that stuff. Which I like. I like. When yeah, they take I, a weird I, I risk. liked it. It was it was it was yeah okay. You know why couldn't I could have solved the whole problem of the weirdness because I think the main weirdness is that our two artifacts slash devices weren't really related to yeah, each other. Yeah, too much going on. There was the spellstone which controls the weather, and then there was the creeping horak which was a box full of kudzu that grows very very fast. Mm-hmm. And they were both great, but they were confusing together because they weren't really related. And they could have just wrapped it up at the end by having the fire people be the people to burn the creeping horak. Yeah, I was shocked that shocked probably dramatic. I was shocked. I was I, I was, was chagrined <laughs> that the uh, fire people did not help them. They just they just kind of. I a, was nonplussed. Yeah, they were hanging out with like last episode when Frosta showed up but never came back. Because all these all these things that don't don't tie in later. But the uh, fire people's appearance reminds me. I was happy to see that the um, they did have more of an expanded cast. So He-Man hung out with Ram Man and uh, Stratos a lot, which was fun. Yeah, I was glad to see Stratos had a big part in this episode. Yeah, he's yeah. fun. He has a very nice voice. He he it's does. And you know what? I, I like his, uh, his head shape. Yeah. He's got a real blocky kind of jaw and teeth. And it just looks different. And I'm into it. I like it. Yeah, I, I, actually I was going to say this later. But I found that I was distracted by Stratos' teeth. 
Like, they, yeah. they aren't just like a straight line. They actually drew them in where they had some character. They're like a yeah. little rounded or something. It's kind of funny. Yeah. He's hmm. impish. He looks impish. Yeah. I was also wondering about the aerodynamics of his flight because he's jacked like everybody else. So I was like, does he also have hollow bones? Is it just like all muscle powering hollow bones and that's why he can fly? It's probably not hollow. They're probably like, uh, they're holy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like like a, like more like Swiss cheese or like a yeah wind chimes. So yeah, he's got bones made of wind chimes. There you go. Wind he whistles chimes. when he comes by. Wouldn't that be pleasant? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this episode <laughs> that would be very do, pleasant. Do, dogs always howl when, when, when oh, he's around. If you were like a if you were like a uh, Skeletor Dracula villain, if you killed some of Stratos's people, you could put them out on pikes, and it'd be like wind chimes in your uh, castle. Yeah, that's that's it's kind of that's creepy. pretty metal. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you could just use their bones, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, okay, not well, not their whole body. Turn into bones. Well, I mean, they're they're you, yeah. I was just thinking they're bones made of wind chimes. Yeah, don't listen, Stratos. Don't listen to this. <laughs> don't listen to this. But I would like for my own personal decor use a wind chime made of bones. Anybody gonna find that for me in a Halloween store? I'm I'm interested. Bonus points if it's from a beast. <laughs> Do you want it out for outside or inside? Well, well, I don't know. I can't waste it on outside. Here's my one lament about uh, the weather around here: is that it's not good Halloween outside decorating weather. Mm-hmm. So I probably have to hang them inside, which is a bummer. You'd have to like blow at them. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, like, I have to get, make my own get, wind. Get, get a fan that like oscillates. And then, so like you get that, you get that nice effect of it. This room's for my monster bones. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm pretty bananas about Halloween. It's not so. too much longer till Halloween. I know. As soon as my show is over this year, which is happening in summer, then it's Halloween time. That's just it. It's a very exciting time. You do get started real early. July fifteenth, Halloween. Is this gonna be He-Man Halloween? We're gonna have I to acknowledge know. Halloween. Uh, I don't know. As you know. We're Halloween is for ghoulishness, not foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll uh-huh. see. We'll find a we'll find Whatever. a way at least to make the show Halloween themed. We'll do a Halloween. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Spellstone. Okay. Anyway, um, so the funny thing about this episode is how abrupt the beginning was. It just cuts immediately to Skeletor and Evelyn, mm-hmm. um. At the hibachi restaurant where the <laughs> spellstone is is kept. Hey, I like that castle. <laughs> I liked it too, but I was a little. I was like, I'm I'm sensing like some decor and a theme here, and their you know shoji screens or whatever. And I'm I'm like, okay, well this is this has got a look here, and I hope we learn some more about the people who built this building, which Skeletor, we eventually did. You never take me anywhere nice. <laughs> <laughs> Skeletor. You always take Evelyn to the hibachi restaurant. Yeah, she. she <laughs> You don't even take her to a sit-down one, like, where there's, like, the proper table. You just take her to, like, magic walk or whatever. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. They throw things in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Eva Lynn is into relics all the time. She's always the one coming up with these weird little Indiana Jones artifacts. So, if Skeletor is ordering gadgets off Amazon Prime, like, that's his superpowers that he has Amazon Prime. I feel that Evil Lynn is always ordering gadgets off QVC <laughs> in Eternia. Like the the QVC of Eternia is where you get like a like the idea to order like a spell stone or like, you know, things in the Crystal Sea. They all come from the Crystal Sea. She's sitting there dialing the number. She can't get them fast enough. She needs trinkets. 
her trinkets do always kind of have like a new agey um nature earthy theme she's like the kind of person who buy like those dexterity balls from those depressing stores like magnetic bracelets yeah she has some himalayan salt lamps yeah things like that yeah things like that she's into inya was this okay i'm remembering this store at the mall at one of our malls locally in the 80s brookstone crystal visions was the the, they did okay yeah, I think I'm familiar Crystal with Visions was like a really low-rent Brookstone. It was like all rocks and no gadgets, basically. If you wanted to buy a geode, you would go to Crystal that's, Visions. That, that's his slogan. All rocks and no gadgets. <laughs> all rocks, no gadgets. It's more of the ponytail set. Yeah, did you all, did you have a store like that? Yeah, we you did. Lost? Yeah, yeah. Did it, it smell like patchouli? It probably yeah, did. Yeah, it was real okay. dragon robe type. Okay. Did yeah. they sell dragon finger rings there probably definitely okay i remember the geodes and i remember like it's the kind of place where you would you know like find those things that have like all of the the pins in a in a rectangle and you put your hand on it it's like oh my hand is made of pins you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, like, please don't make me think of a noun. I don't know what that's called. You know what she would have loved? Those little, um, oh, you remember how popular were those little crystal ball things that have, like, the electric current, and when you put your hand on it, it, it sends the electricity to wherever you're touching it? Oh, yeah. I loved those things. I want one of those now. I'd forgotten all about those. Okay. I wonder if I can get one of those. Yeah, you can get one. Every, you, they're, they're, they're called something. Okay. They're called something. Scott says I can get one, and they're called something. I'm pretty happy about this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think they make giant ones too, like like big ones. Giant ones. That's that's pretty Halloween. I think we I think we need to get one of those. Quit yeah. trying to like like say it's Halloween. Just it's not Halloween. Just Rebecca go along with anything if you say it's Halloween. <laughs> you just stick some ghoul eyes on it. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Spider leg. <laughs> base this new car it's halloween <laughs> i'm like i need it uh, we had some weird stores like stores like that i still have a weird memory of, I, we didn't have access in my small town to some like cool stuff i'd want to be into so i remember one time we went to a bigger city and they had a store like that it was the first time i'd seen dungeons and dragons stuff and i was so excited about it and i got one of the store guys to help me find some cool mage and cleric figurines but i rem- still remember his breath was just septic it was just <laughs> terrible. And so I have a very strong sensory-related me- memory of the whole thing because of his fetid smells. <laughs> but, Did you meet this guy more than once? No. Just, just the once. one time. Just the one time. So the whole experience is just covered by stinkiness. But I'll always remember that New Age store where I got that awesome Dungeons & Dragons stuff, but it smelled like poo. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Well, Interesting. that's a treasured memory. Yeah. So are we talking about He-Man here? Yeah, (laughs) sulfur smells, Snake Mountain, Halloween QVC objects. So what's going on over that palace? It's a snooze over at Palace Eternia. (laughs) Meanwhile, they, you know, I think that Evelyn wouldn't have even really had to work hard to convince the villagers that the people in Palace Eternia weren't really working very hard because they're just not. I don't even, like, Randor's not looking at papers or, like, taxes or... They're just sitting around watching Orko do magic again. That's all they do. They don't even have a TV. They even watch the memory set like they did last time. And Man-at-Arms is getting into supervillain territory. That's what I wrote! Look at my (laughs) notes! I said, weather-controlling satellite is technically evil genius territory. (laughs) Yeah. So Man-at-Arms, is his, his tinkering... 
He he's is using contr- it for good. He's trying to save crops. I don't think he's thought through how he's going to use it yet. He's just sending it out there. Look at what I can do, King. Maybe. That's dangerous. He needs to think about the repercussions of this. It can, yeah. It is true. And um, also, getting more a closer look at King Randor, he it bothers me more and more how super generic he looks. He looks like the Burger King King. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like a BK King. Oh, King Maybe. Rando. Maybe they stole that from, from, that? <laughs> from King Randor. Oh, Burger King should have sold King King Randor stuff when He Man was in fashion. They could still do it. Well, when just the movie comes out, just bring it back. Yeah, yeah, just bring it back. Get your King Randor burger. I would love to see King Randor chew. Oh, He Man burger. burger. It comes with like three Whopper patties and like it's like fifteen hundred calories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, just meat buns. How about that? Just meat, <laughs> meat, meat and then meat buns. Oh. Well, it's time to start tweeting at Burger King. And the, and the commercial is just a bunch of like He-Man-like beefcakes without their shirts, just eating hamburger after hamburger. Mm-hmm. I'm pre-apologizing to your social media person, Burger King, because this is just about to get real messy and very complicated in your life. Why won't Fantastic Sam's and Burger King sponsor <laughs> us? What do we have to do? <laughs> We're giving them so many good marketing I ideas. I just want free food and haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will work for that. <laughs> we found a King Randor uh, uh, um, action figure for sale, the, the, the Motu uh, Classics line. King Randor is $35. <laughs> Comparative to everyone else, it's 80 and above. <laughs> <laughs> Still too much. Still too much for King Randor, I think. Yeah. Nobody wants King But Randor. people are like real yeah. into it in the comments. They're like, look at the detail on his goblet. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it sounds like that's a pretty pretty great figure. Also, also I just want to say, do they make Ram Man look mildly just not... He's not sharp. He doesn't look okay, too sharp. Okay, okay. He his almost voice. looks cross-eyed. He is cross-eyed. Yeah. He is cross-eyed? Okay, okay. I was just making sure that I just didn't see it that he way. He was borderline comic relief, but didn't quite get that far. Yeah, because I, I started to be a little worried. It was like, like has he, he had a lot of concussions? Well, he's yeah, hit, he's hit, hit a lot. <laughs> yeah, he rammed his head too much. That's what he sounds like. But see, and then like. ever since you said he's got the he's got the John Goodman nose, you said that John Goodman could be Ram Man. We said this in our last episode, and uh, I'm I'm really feeling that. I think that that's good. It, I'm I'm seeing him with with more imagination and goodwill now that I'm thinking about him as John 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 Goodman John Goodman in my head. It's the shrimp talking. Got the shrimp poison. It's coming up. You shouldn't have eaten it off the street. Told you. I came uh, out. Somebody threw it out their window. Oh, that street shrimp got me again. I can't resist whenever I see street shrimp. Uh, there's some bees on it. I've waved off the bees and ate that street shrimp. All right. So. <laughs> Duncan sends up his uh, little weather satellite, but then the weather gets real bad, and Duncan's like, that wasn't my machine, so it's probably <laughs> yeah. the Spellstone. Right, we're like, sure it wasn't Duncan. We can all call Man-at-Arms Duncan because we feel very close to him. Speaking of weather, is it hot in here? Good Lord, I'm <laughs> hot. It's hot little, right I'm now. I'm pretty warm. It's burning up. <laughs> I mean... It's all those energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Guess so. <laughs> anyway, the weather's out of control there, and they think it's the Spellstone, so... 
Uh, I love how um, I think Men in Arms or whoever says that it's fallen into the hands of someone evil. And it's like, well, okay. You may have just made a mistake, Duncan. Well, there's that. And then also, it's not like it was hard for them to obtain it. There was like barely a lock on that door at the the Mongolian Grill restaurant <laughs> where they got the Spellstone from. So like, it not like they were guarding it because it was a relic of great power. It was at, just sitting at there. At that restaurant? That's probably like their promotion, like McDonald's comes with Transformers. You eat at their Mongolian Grill, you get like a free spell stone. Yeah, or you could just go sit by the spell stone. You get your picture with a spell stone. Yeah, there you go. That's better. I like that. The fire people, not 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 a great group of uh, of guardians for yeah. the spell stone. You know, when you talk about... Well, once, once you steal it, then they get mad. <laughs> they yeah, just expand a break and leave it alone. They're reactive. You know, we're talking about King Randor not doing enough. I think a good platform if anybody else wanted to run for king is let's lock down this luke le- loose legendary relic situation there is just a place just lousy with dangerous magical artifacts <laughs> yeah probably need to probably need to get a hold of that so uh prince adam does a quick costume change uh turning into he-man so they can go looking for the spell stone and yeah, in the fire region or the yeah the region of flame is- attack track is back was that a tank track? That was a tank track. Why didn't he talk? I got a theory. Okay. Because a tank track gets quiet when there's too many people in the car. <laughs> he did not like that Ram Man was there. He's talked every time until Stratos and Ram Man got in the car. No, Stratos was in the car before. It's Ram Man. He doesn't like Ram Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A tank track and Ram Man, they just... They have they, beef. They got beef. I told you I won't speak and that Ram Man's in the car. <laughs> he messes with my tape deck. And I like my Doobie Brothers. <laughs> what does Attack Trek listen to when he's on his own riding around? I feel like something industrial. Yeah. <laughs> industrial <laughs> metal or something. I was going to say something electronic. Like, I was going to say more like 80s, like Duran Duran, something electronic. He listens to Skinny Puppy. <laughs> <laughs> but if uh, but if Man at Arms is in the car, he likes Doobie Brothers. Yeah, they got to listen to Doobie Brothers. And he likes the lame... Uh, Michael McDonald Doobie Brothers. He doesn't like the the cool early Doobie Brothers like Long Train Running. Good I don't. Know, I have no no. I, I don't you know. love the Doobie. Scott's always talking about the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> we can't get through a conversation without talking about shrimp. The time he had so much shrimp, he threw up at the Doobie Brothers concert. Yep, that's so, that's that so true. <laughs> so true. The shrimp part is true. Yeah, he's always wearing that wallet chain and listening to the Doobie Brothers, just like the kids do. Do you think Attack Track likes the song Long Train Running because it's a song that's about trains? He likes all automobile songs. Wheels on the bus. Can't get enough of it. (laughs) It's just all transportation songs. Yeah. He just listens to that song. We got a great big convoy. Here in my car. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Any songs about transportation? Anything by the cars? (laughs) I don't know. Crazy Train. Okay, so somebody, we got to make a Spotify playlist of, of songs that attract. I can't drive attract 55, drill. Mustang Sally. There could be 40 more minutes of this. Lowrider. Lowrider. That's a good one. What's a Golden Earring song? Oh, Radar Love. Radar Love. That's yeah. a good one. I love that That's one. That's a deep cut. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a great drum part on that one. 
Love it. So its hack track has excellent taste in music. We have established that. It That's hates good. Ram Man. It hates <laughs> Ram Man. They, he, uh, so do most of us. It's all right. Ram Man keeps like leaving pennies in the dash tray or something. Like he's he's, you, you, he's being you, dirty. He's got so, crumbs in there. So, so, so Ram Man has no knowledge that a track track doesn't like him. Or that no. he can talk. He doesn't even know that <laughs> I think he's a I think he's like leaving like uh, straw wrappers and stuff in there, and the track track's just insulted. Like right. gum wrappers with yeah. gum in it, and it's like <laughs> yeah. stuck in between the seats. Yeah. I think so. Skeletor must have broken into the temple of the fire people. Who are the fire people? A fierce tribe that doesn't like strangers. Uh, so, any adventures when a tech track is rolling? They, they see that monster. Uh, yes, yeah, some monster. It was a pretty good monster. It was like a snake with tentacles it was yeah Yeah. what they do to get rid of it electric they, like they press something on the tape deck and it electrocuted the snake and then the snake yeah, gingerly yeah. placed them back yeah, on the back base. On, yeah <laughs> yeah he was in them they were in the middle of the lake and he just happened to toss them back onto land yeah <laughs> so uh we also uh cut to evil lynn in disguise as a crone Right, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she's at a scene where some houses are on fire in a village because the bad weather is uh dropping lightning on houses. Is that how you would say it? The bad weather drops lightning, Drop, sure, dropping lightning on the houses. And man at arms, the ultimate dad jo- job, he's uh spraying it down as a fireman. And evil Lynn's trying to get get the uh villagers riled up, saying that uh, it's the it's the king's fault because he's made the elders mad, and that's why there's bad weather, and they need to get the king. Yeah, which is, that's actually a pretty good plan. You know, if she had any uh, uh, long-term planning skills, she could probably really eventually lead a, an uprising from the dumps of Eternia. <laughs> All she has to do is be like, look around you people. Do you, what What is this place where we live? It looks awful. First of all, there's only seven of us right? in the whole planet. So it's not going great. I, and then these people are just some, some beat down, sad sack fools. <laughs> like the old man who she summoned and commanded to bring her the creeping Horak, which is the uh, uh, dangerous vine that is in a jewelry box. Yeah. Also ordered from QVC. She likes jewelry box. Like she cannot resist something in a jewelry box. Yeah, and and uh, you know, he, he, this poor old sad sack villager like has it, and uh, um, he was like, "Evil Lynn, don't use it." Like, like, and she was like, "Silence! I'll do what I want." Like, why did he even bring it? Like, he had it in his hands. Why he was like sitting here going, "Evil Lynn." Don't use it. Like, why do you have it? Yeah, these are some soft-minded people. They will start a coup at a drop of a hat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was more of a threat. I mean, he could have just brought a box, though, and said it was Creeping Horag. He was into it at the time. I think he he had some second thoughts way after it was too late. Did we also... Did, is this like a creative thing that they just they just named it Hordak? Or... Yeah, they... Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Back back when this was going on, they must have thought, "Ooh, I really like the sound of the sound of that." Those are some evil sounding syllables. I guess we creeping mean, horak. Yeah, well, it's a, it is a good name. It does sound a lot like horak. Creeping horak will grow until it completely fills the palace. So this is the creeping horak. It's like a Lovecraft looking tentacle thing that comes out and just keeps growing and and. Uh, it's like kudzu. Yeah, and they throw it at the castle 
And uh, they actually give a pretty good grim description of what it what they would do. They used to use it uh, in ancient times on criminals. They'd wait till the criminals were in their homes, then they'd throw it at the home, and then it would grow around the home until there was no more air, and it would kill the criminals, which was pretty creative and descriptive. I did like that, yeah. Although Creeping Horak was shoehorned in to the episode, yeah. which is whatever. I did like the story of it. You know, it was certainly interesting. Be a good way to get, get it back at your neighbor's. It's like, oh, that creepy <laughs> Horak. <laughs> yeah, this just sounds like a lot of bad things waiting to happen with the creeping Horak. Yeah, great job, fire people. <laughs> Wait, where did it even come from, though? Did it even come from the fire people? No. no. Oh, they just asked the old guy. He's like, hey, you remember where that creeping Horak is, right? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the back shelf of the attorney of Lowe's. <laughs> And then meanwhile, uh, He-Man is fighting Skeletor, still yeah, in, in goes, the fire region, yeah, flame he, region. He tries to go over to that Mongolian grill to get the spell stone because they think that can stop the bad weather and maybe the creeping Horag. I have to admit, I got a little confused because we have two relics going on. <laughs> right. But they get there, Skeletor is already there with Trapjaw and a bunch of robots. Yeah, and I was delighted that I get to, we got to hear He-Man call, talk about the robots because you know that I love when he says it the way that he says it. Well, you know, when it first happened, I was thinking, oh, I wonder, I wonder if we're just uh, wishing that he said it that way, but he clearly he said does. robots. He Your does robots say robots. Are nothing yeah. more than scrap and they metal, fight Skeletor. a bunch of them. Battle Cat kills some robots. Stratos kills some robots. Ram Man boings at some robots. It does indeed happen, just as you describe it. Yes. Trapjaw did nothing. Yeah, I was disappointed that uh, you think it, he was at Benny Hanna's. He could, he could, <laughs> he could be more excited and do something. He was lurgy with having like, eaten like too attached much. like a big giant Japanese knife to his arm or something. Yeah, he only had like <laughs> eating utensils attached. He couldn't do anything. Uh, that's true. Yeah, or he was sleepy. Oh, because he ate so much? Yeah. They flipped too many shrimp in his mouth? <laughs> Think our friends could use a nice swim. Yeah, and then so conveniently, Skeletor is able to open a trapdoor and then mm-hmm. also activate a tidal wave to flush them out of the restaurant. Or to drown them. To drown them. I don't know. Yeah. And He-Man runs away from it for a little while, but then he just makes his own trapdoor in the underground tunnel and oh, drains the water. I, I, I love that scene, too, where he punches the wall, and then he says, solid rock, because that's his first to go to, is just punch something to see if he can bust through it. <laughs> Good thing Ram Man was there, because he's such a genius. <laughs> Wish there was a trapdoor. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and then the, so that's when they get out, and the fire people are like mad at them because they think that he's the one with the spellstone. Let's talk about these fire people. Um, I don't understand. First of all, they look great. They're like translucent red demon shapes. Yes, they are. And how do you do that? Um, like in animation, how would you do? How do you, back then? How would you draw something translucent like that? I was very confused about how technically you would render them. You would just paint them clear. Okay, I don't know how to. No, it would just be. It would, I mean, like He Man painted, uh-huh. so so he's solid, right? Uh huh. So you would just paint them so that they're you can basically see through the cell. Okay. So some some light comes through. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I don't know about art. Scott Scott is an artist. Scott went to school for artist. 
<laughs> it's kind of what the yeah. school for he I wouldn't call myself an artist, but yes. Uh, he knows how to draw fire people, clearly. Yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> you, did more, you did more sculpting, though. Yeah, I like sculpting better. Building things. <clears throat> did you ever build a weather satellite? <laughs> I did not. I didn't. I don't have the that Lowe's around here. It has the, All the, has the, the, the robot arms and the... <laughs> satellite parts and everything else i know what your job would be in he-man land you would be uh a, a sculptor for hordak statues oh there you go you would all you always make statues like of your head and stuff so you would definitely be making hordak statues all the time he'd be blowing them up and you would always be replacing them i i that would be job security yeah steady work yeah, yeah. not gonna run out of those yeah, and if he's if he's just mad at it, you know, you'd be like, well, if you're mad at it, you know, you're just gonna blow it up anyways. So, I'll make a better one next time. You start getting lazy about the materials. Just don't put any detail on the back. Just just the part that's facing him has a mm-hmm. lot of detail. <laughs> the one day that he walks past it, <laughs> and it's just like it's just like block on the back. <laughs> Yeah, that that is a tubable offense. Like you will get sucked up into a tube forever. If he walk behind and say, Where are my elbows and my bottom lines? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's concerned about, his bottom lines. I think so. <laughs> he, he he wants it to look right when he blows it up. Uh, he's very vain. I am Helios, king of the fire people. I think a good a better idea than just going straight for the spellstone would have been for He Man to go seek out the fire people first and say Hey, your thing got stolen because you guys are terrible guardians. Let me help you deal with this. They were all just on you a You might not want to lead with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not sending you into we the We lost diplomacy. another emissary. <laughs> mm, royal messenger is not in my cards. It's like, first of all, he came here throwing up from eggs and shrimp and then accused us of being terrible guardians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't feel that the, the fire people would treat you all that warmly. They would not flip any more shrimp in your mouth, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't, I mean, you know, I applaud He-Man for his delicacy in the matter. But, you know, yeah, we we would have been done doing a lot more talking. Especially because in Eternia, everyone's got like a phone, like Skeletor's got a phone on his ram staff that can call anybody all the time. They can all talk to each other. Sorceress can talk to anybody. You know, you just be like, operator, and then tell her, like, hey, sorceress, can you get the fire people and tell them, like, we're on this thing, blah. Yeah, she and she'd be like, okay. She didn't help at all this time. Yeah, she wasn't there. So she's hanging out in Castle Grayskull. Do you think she knows every time He-Man turns into He-Man because it comes from the power of Castle Grayskull and he's doing the animation in front of her? She's like, oh, something's happening. <laughs> See, the He-Man light's going off. Yeah, you feel like some days she's just like, I'm hoping he doesn't need my help. Like, I'm sitting here, I gotta paint my toenails. <laughs> like, I want to watch my stories. Not today, He-Man. Just take just, care just, of it yourself. Just deal with it. You need to come here, use one of my portals. You know where they are. <laughs> it's like, somebody please just go fly by Duncan and make him think it's me. And I'm gonna, you know, we're just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna she has like a decor bird yeah. that flies around. They're just falcons. They don't believe, believe you. They told him to do something. Well, Sorceress says. They had a whole adventure for no other reason than a falcon flew by. <laughs> <laughs> they was totally unnecessary. Do you think he just has like, he has like lucid dreams some days? And then he's like, he's like, this one told me about this over here. And He-Man's like, not again. 
Yeah, kind of like when a little kid says they can talk to animals. Like, I know what he's thinking. Uh-huh. It's like, sure you do, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Did sure. you do that when you were a kid, when you when you would so almost convinced yourself that you had superpowers when you were playing and you like kind of believed it too or just me i think that's very common with kids i didn't do that mm-hmm. i do I, I live in the real world oh yeah tell me about your tell me about your power set that you had when you were a kid what was your what was your oh, thing? i would conjure energy conjure <laughs> energy that's yeah a so. good one. that's great so it'd be like i, I could like shoot like lasers out of my hands and stuff or whatever like was you it, know like something like that was it like street fight like like ryu things or was it more like lasers like 80s lasers <laughs> it was i didn't have to do the two-handed thing okay. i just i mean i could do it was a casual two yeah yeah like i i easy could access yeah i would i would pull i would pull energy into my body and then i could use it awesome awesome <laughs> and i had my, my parents had this recliner and i would it would it would be like my spaceship and i would go you know, awesome. I'd recline it, and then like, <laughs> I could sh- I could shoot like awesome. That's a great idea. <laughs> I could shoot. Aww. I have like guns off the side, and there. Scott, that's hilarious. That's like a, a chariot, like a laser chariot. Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was a spaceship. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, I was master of shadows. I could control shadows and animate them <laughs> to do my bidding. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like you would steal people's shadows? No, I could just make manifest them and then make them do things. Like well, they were my like personal what? ninjas. Like, oh, okay, okay. So they could, they would, mm-hmm. they're, they're like my little minions that I could summon and make shadows do. But things. they could hurt people or yeah. help people or yeah. whatever. Mostly hurt, yes. Mostly, Mostly hurt. <laughs> <laughs> shadow never hurt well, nobody. Who was? Who was your main? Well, we were all well. We had superpowers, but we would imagine that there were like real threats in our neighborhood. So various neighbors or. Um, oh, so this was other with other kids. Yeah, or vague, or or um, we would believe that drug dealers. I'm doing air quotes existed in the neighborhood somewhere, and they needed to be dealt with. So there was always the threat of drug dealers, and we had to go deal with them. Shadow powered is the best way to deal with neighborhood <laughs> drug dealers. Is this is this the is this when you wear your ninja costume around? No, this was a little later than I should have been having these powers. <laughs> So all this, all this <laughs> conflict. Rebecca's anyway. stealing all of my shadow powers. <laughs> Rebecca, you didn't, can't tell me you didn't have no. some powers. No, your powers are like entrepreneurship. Yes, no, I was like, I my play was very centered <laughs> in the real world, very much so. We've we've talked about like a restaurant. Super, I was I can a super businesswoman. <laughs> well, I can conjure up a business loan. We had Roxanne's Cafe. I I played like art gallery. No, I was always mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. In my play. Wait, wait, did, wait, did you get other kids' art to put in your gallery? No, I made art, and then I said... This'll that, never sell. <laughs> and then I said that it was done by yeah, various like, community members who were my stuffed animals, and I still have one of the pieces of art somewhere. It's a drawing of a cat, and it was by Jennifer P., and it's called A Cat Named Jennifer P. Did, did you have, like, <laughs> openings with, like, grape juice and, and cheese? No, but that's a great idea. A great I should have done that. That that's, would have been awesome. That's pretty funny. I didn't have a point of reference, I guess. I was surprised I knew what an art gallery was we ain't look at art where i come from <laughs> beauty is wasteful <laughs> you didn't what, what about like tangles and tans beauty fantastic <laughs> sam's beauty <laughs> you're just trying to you're just trying to get fantastic sam's in i, I see how it is no no how much, would, how much would a painting like jennifer p go for these days I mean, it, it was ten, ten was grand. It a, was it a painting or was it, it like was a, a construction it, paper it was typing paper glitter 
typing paper done in color pencil. Okay. There was a lot of those. Just all over. It was all stuff like that. Was was there typing on it? Like you had to reuse the paper? No, it was it was fresh paper. Okay, that's so, good. That's good. You know. that's good. <laughs> yeah. Quality. Quality canvas. We, 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 we have a lot of uh, recycling. We, we recycle, so it's, you know, we you just flip it over and you can draw on the back of it. But it's got like, my wife's a, a math teacher, so it's got like math problems on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like kids drawing on the other side. That's going to be the back very side. confusing to aliens many <laughs> thousands of years from now when yeah. we find that. It's like uh, uh, lippy lips from Shopkins, and then on the back it's like differential equations. <laughs> <laughs> front Skeletor and they have what is shaping up to be a uh, legendary sword fight that lasts two seconds hmm. Skeletor raises his sword and He-Man just whaps it out of his hand <laughs> it was real sad <laughs> well you know Skeletor is busy he doesn't have time to practice his swordsmanship I feel like he'd be better with the staff why is he yeah, using staff? that was probably his mistake yeah he tried to get too proud yeah <laughs> He's like, I'm also good at swords. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have He-Man's abilities to create his own powers. But he does use his powers to send the spell stone all the way back to the temple. And He-Man, um, He-Man, He-Man has just told a villager that he was very brave to um, stand up to Evil Inn and the bad guys. And he says they don't need superpowers to uh, be heroes. Oh, right, because the villager, like, basically smacked Evil in in the back of the head, and yeah. then she dropped the spell stone. Right, but then he immediately contradicts himself and creates his new power, which is super speed, Oh yeah, to run down the spell stone and stop it. So he could use the spell stone then to stop destroy the creeping horror. I feel like we finally put this story together. It's very complicated. Which was convenient for them that the spell stone happens to happens to solve that problem mm-hmm. and they wrap it up pretty pretty abruptly too uh skeletor is running away into the sunset and then we cut to um orko doing a little weather magic trick and rain falls on him and then we have that animation sequence of tila and he-man laughing maniacally <laughs> yes the unhinged laughter animation which i do appreciate you're enjoying the rainbow <laughs> they were yes well they, but they mostly enjoyed uh orco getting stormed on that rainbow was strangely colored it had like black and it was like there was like charcoal in the rainbow <laughs> they, were, they were not going by the roy g biv rule did you notice that it I was like a three color that. rainbow it looked like a kid sweater from the 70s um i believe eternia has different atmospheric composition <laughs> than earth yeah mm-hmm. well okay yeah, so uh, we get to a moral here. I love this moral. I love it. I love every moral that hints at men-at-arms having some, like, factory worker past or, like, the time <laughs> when we knew that he was warning us against, like, timeshares. You might lose an arm. Yes. Don't do or practical jokes. <laughs> or you might die. He's warning about don't do practical jokes because somebody is going to get hurt. And it says you could lose a finger or an arm or an eye. And that's not worth any joke. But I like it because it always hints at a personal slight oh, against yeah. them in the past. Uh, somebody could do a trick on you and tell you they're their fr- you're their friend, but they're really not and they're really mean. <laughs> Something like could do a 
trick on you and tell you that the falcon is sorceress. But it's not always her. It's very much seemed like he was speaking from personal experience. Somebody has pranked him in the past and he is still very upset and has hurt feelings about it. Maybe that's, that's true. That's, how he, that's why he has to wear the helmet all the time. <laughs> he lost all his hair. Like, somebody set his hair on fire. Oh, that's so sad. His scalp's all burned, no ears. I mean, I'm going to give the moral a good rating because I'm not a fan of practical jokes either because it's like, what's the joke? Well, I always give it a good rating if there's a sea involved. And I think he was working on a sea when he was talking to us. He was yeah, working he on was, something. He was, yeah. No, he was sitting on it, wasn't he? He was working on it, I think. He was around one. Oh my God, I'm so hot. I'm just sweating. <laughs> I got shrimp sweats. <laughs> Let's rate this episode. How do you rate it? This is the best sweats. A <laughs> <laughs> street shrimp's getting to me. I got shrimp, street shrimp fever. <laughs> it's better than that hot shrimp. As you had the bowl, the bowl, the hot bowl, hot bowl of shrimp. Oh, that, that you had it eyes. Oh yeah. That was like drinking magma. It was unbelievable. <laughs> That's what that the fire the, people serve. I, I drank fire I people see, blood. I see that at the store once where I'm like, hey, I should try that. It's oh like, my no. god! Yeah, that was dangerous. I've had some. I've had some digestive nightmares. I, uh, I f- feel free to write us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com, and I'll tell you about my digestive problems. I'm, I'm sure people are clamoring to take you up on that. So, episode overall. It's <laughs> a good sign. It's talking about street shrimp. It's a good sign. <laughs> street shrimp. Um, anyway, so scores? I would give it a 2.7 reticent attack tracks. <laughs> I was thinking like 3.2. Okay. I, and, and again, this is because the plot was a mess, but I like having a wide cast of characters. I'm, I I bumped up the score actually just thinking about things like Attack Track doesn't like Ram Man, <laughs> yeah. but that that was all headcanon. That's not real. I want more. I want more toy characters though. I want to start seeing some more. Like I can't wait to see the Bumblebee guy. I want to see more people. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go a little lower. Two point five. Okay. Yeah, it was it was okay. It kept my attention most of the time. Lukewarm, <laughs> 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 He-Man. There, there's a couple of good parts. It just wasn't, I don't know, it's not... Didn't gel. Didn't gel yeah, for me. We, we love you, He-Man. We love your spirit, but, but work a little harder on this one. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to get wise to your reused animations. I don't want to see a whole episode put together with reused animations. That's why we need new characters. It's, it's just going to keep getting more and more. You know that, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> the later in the episodes they get, the more stuff they can reuse. <laughs> okay, well, it's time for some show notes. But then stay tuned for some listener mail. And now a few production notes. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or on our website at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. And, of course, you can download us on iTunes, where you can also leave us a review. Reviews help people find the podcast so it can grow. Please sign up for the newsletter through our Facebook page or website, and we can let you know when new episodes are out. Finally, if you have a question or comment for the show, please email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. Thanks. We appreciate your support. Okay, so our email today is from Greg. I'm moving this microphone here. Um, Greg says... What's up with the two versions of Attack Track? And why are you always dissing Battle Ram? Best vehicle on the series. Ski-doo my foot. 
I sent you an email a couple of days ago about attack track. Turns out there are three versions of it if you Google it. One appears to be a model and is some combination of the toy and the Talon fighter. What's up with that? Also, when I emailed you the first time, I was looking at the Motu vehicles, and for some reason the Rotan made me wonder why He-Man couldn't bring in a character based on Lee Harvey Oswald and just pick off Skeletor as he Rotaned around Eternia. <laughs> then I realized that this strategy could apply to practically all of the vehicles since they didn't seem to believe in roofs or armor or windows. They all kind of had a see-do, wind-in-your-hair-as-you-kick-butt party vibe to them. <laughs> that is true. That's, yeah, it's good. That's yeah. an true. excellent point. Yeah, and for crying out loud, you can't count on Orko to cast a successful protective spell. Rock on Greg, who notes that he used to work with me at uh, the newspaper, which is true. So thank you for writing in, Greg. These are all excellent points to consider. So I think I'm picking out three things to discuss here. First, um, the different versions of the the vehicles and the attack track. From what I can understand about that, I think that gets confusing because I can't remember what episode it was. It was one of the pretty early ones. They used the name attack track uh, interchangeably. Like they used some of the nouns interchangeably and until they settled on them. So it gets kind of confusing. Um, and then I know the toy attack track looked different from the attack track on the show. So I don't know why now, they had different Which of those versions. did you have? If there were three versions, did you have? Did you own an attack track? I did not own attack track. That was not one of the vehicles that I had. Which is, you know, like attack track is excellent on the show. He is excellent on the show because of his sassiness. That would have been a fun one to have. Yeah, and I like the little tank treads that tumble over rocks and stuff. That would have been good outside. Scott, do you have any vehicles? Uh, I did. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it was called. Oh, the Road Ripper. Okay. I, had the ro- I had the road ripper, and you pulled the you pulled the thing out, and the mm-hmm. wheel spun, and you put them down, and he shot across the room. I had a, a, a later they had a Tyrannosaurus Rex that somebody rode in. I think I, I had that. Yeah, and I, don't, I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, di- dinosaur craze, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just, sorry, I, I I just happened to I happened to look up the attack track, the vehicle for the toy, mm-hmm. and it does have those wheels. But yeah, it looks nothing like the show, and maybe it does looks nothing like the show because it, it's like enclosed, mm-hmm. and they would have to make a huge, they'd have to make it pretty big to fit the actual toy in it. You're probably right. Yeah, it makes it easier to fit men in it, and it was kind of weird because they kind of went back and forth on a lot of concept ideas. Like, wasn't Castle Grayskull originally supposed to be the bad guy castle, and and then Snake Mountain doesn't look anything like Snake Mountain, the to- the toy. So they were kind of all over the place with the with the marketing. Castle Grayskull kind of, I mean, it, I mean, except for the face, I mean, it doesn't really look that much like it. I mean, it kind of does, but but it was supposed to be like Skeletor's base when they were originally conceiving of the show, and that would actually make sense. Mm-hmm. They just made them lo- both look scary, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yeah, that's good. So, Will, since you didn't have the vehicles, is it because you were just not a car dude, <laughs> like? Did you, how did your guy when you were playing? Didn't you need attack track or somebody to like you know? Well, I don't know. We were not opposed to vehicle toys in my house. I think it was probably because I wasn't a car dude. And then also, I have to imagine that when my dad was sent on the Christmas list errands, he would kind of pick out the ones that he would probably think were interesting looking. So I think he liked the men. So I think that's probably why. And also, once you get like three vehicles. It's just you. You don't need any more than that. So I, I think I had like a handful, like 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 two or three, but I do not remember attack track. That would have gotten filthy in the sandbox. 
<laughs> yep, that's true. Now, okay, uh, Greg makes reference to Battle Ram, which make, it sounds like a vehicle. Now, and this is me not knowing about the toys, because, you know, we, mm-hmm. we've mentioned poor um, Walnut <laughs> on a Stick, etc. And um, almost hit me. <laughs> And so I know we just we've just ram man. Uh-huh. Was he connected to a vehicle? No. Okay. I think this is what I was trying to get at earlier. They accidentally called the sky sled a battle ram in one of the oh. episodes, and the battle ram is actually a completely separate vehicle they introduce later. Okay. So I think because we, so we haven't that really seen it yet. I don't think so. I gotta say, like so far, all of the different vehicles that we've seen them take from our beloved Skidoo <laughs> to you know attack track, and then like. Like I, ones that I know that are coming soon, and then we've got Tila flying on whatever mm-hmm. it was she it's was like flying. Like a yacht, on. like a Viking yacht. Yeah, I've like I thought they were all cool. They're good designs. So far, yeah, it's exciting. I wish I could buy the toys. So I want this pad. land shark. I, yeah, I, I saw I've that. never seen that before. It's a Skeletor's riding a shark <laughs> with guns. That, that also sounds with great. Guns. <laughs> So, uh, Greg, I think he wants us to talk about, though, about us dissing the sky sleds. Do you have any any thoughts about no, that? No, I think he's saying that, that the Battle Ram is better than the sky sleds. Oh, I than, see. Than the I sky see. Sleds. Okay, okay. Well, you can let us know, Greg, if, if we got the question wrong. But I, I would just say about the sky sleds, I love the sky sleds because, to me, they represent complete chaos. Whenever they are on the screen, everybody has lost their mind and there is no organization whatsoever. And it just excites my boy brain like a Lisa Frank pencil for little girls. And it, then it was a really funny point too about how everyone's just got a really part, like a party vibe and their hair yeah. is all, is all blowing in the wind. Cause you know, like on Etheria, when we've got all of Hordak's vehicles, they're all very, very heavily armored, you know, like they all have blocky silhouettes and they're very like heavy and thick, and you would think that they would stand a lot of you know like peasant ramming or whatever <laughs> they do, but like it, in Eternia, it's all parties all the time. Like it's all you know, causing some wake to like go past the guys who are just swimming, or you know, you know what I'm saying. It's totally true. It's very funny. They're very casual over there. Um, I'm sorry. I just want to say I I really enjoy. I I'm not making. I'm just making fun of them because I think it's funny to make fun of them. <laughs> I really enjoy them. Me too. I, and yeah, the, I, do like I I think it's just funny the way that they ride them, <laughs> the way they look riding them, and it's it's you know I mean if you've ever ridden a a, a ski do or any, anything on the water I mean it's they're they're pretty fun. Like, imagine riding that in the air. Like, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. If you're on a ski dude, nobody's doing anything serious. Like, He-Man's supposed to be stopping this volcano, but he's having a good time. Yeah, they're, go- <laughs> they're, they're going to a beach party. <laughs> yeah. Or they're going down the beach. Or they're going to a, I don't know, whatever. From, some- from just like the, just being in the ether from just like expanded universe he-man stuff you'll see around the internet and things from what i understand eternia like went through some crazy war in the past and that's why it's kind of like part savage land and part tech stuff and so this is also fun because i like to think when you see them out having a good time they're just making hay out of their cruddy cruddy planet it's just like a little bit of fun they can borrow so it's fun what about greg's the thoughts about having open open windows and, and stuff and you ride around. That seems like a real... Actually, I, I, I thought about this with the last episode when Tila was riding that the new vehicle and it didn't have anything over the top. And yeah. I'm like, you would be... I mean, there's no bugs up that high, but I mean, you're going pretty fast. I mean, you're going like 
100 miles an hour? I don't know. I mean, you got to wear goggles or something. Yeah. I don't know. So not a good idea. I think we can agree. I mean, and her hair looks great after she gets out. That's true. Yeah. 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 Her hair ain't going anywhere. Yeah. She's got some good product. She uses Aquanet. (laughs) (laughs) Do people still use that, Rebecca? It's it's the 80s. People use Aquanet? I don't know if it is In 1980, in September of 1983. They certainly did then. They certainly did then. Yeah. Taylor uses Aquanet. You know she does. Yeah. So, Greg, to answer your question, they do not need canopies in their vehicles because they all use Aquanet. <laughs> and, then he, and then he said something mean about Orco that we don't even have to acknowledge because we know that Orco can do it. He just needs to teach them to fight for themselves. And silences sure. approval. Can, can, can you say the Orco line again? Oh, he says... You can't count on Orko to cast a successful protective spell, so that's how they protect themselves in the vehicle or but, something. But but if he doesn't if he doesn't cast it correctly, he will redeem himself later on in the episode. That's what we've learned. So that far. is true. Yeah, he would make something work. <laughs> okay, so we agree with you, Greg, that Orko is great, and <laughs> thank you so much for writing in. This was Lies. this was good discussion. Um, if anyone else has any uh, comments or questions for the show, and especially uh, Tootsie Roll Bear tips, we didn't hit it this time, but we're, we're always looking for them. Please, we're always on the case. <laughs> well, uh, email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. That's our show for today. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember to take Ram Man if you want to tack track to stay silent.